Super Talk Mississippi media production. All right, let's talk about our most improbable baseball win, as far as I'm concerned, anyway, and that is the uh, the 2018 regional win over Florida State, known for one man's walk-off home run. That man is on the phone with us right now on the Welcome Home Beef Hotline, our friend Elijah McNamee. Big Mac, what are you doing right now? Um, Probably a lot of what y'all are doing. <laughs> a lot of hurry up and wait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got now, um, so I've been working here and there for my uncle doing you know some labor work with whatever he needs and then uh working out and staying away from people staying at the house <laughs> appreciate that being 13 you, again stay stay away man don't 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 go out and deal with it exactly so yeah. e- evansville still on the radar though when all this is said and done yep as of now um gotcha. there's a few teams that were showing some interest but i don't think that's probably too hot right now yeah so i'm just you know, praying every day that whenever this ends, I'll be put in the right place. Yeah, well, you have a history of, uh, you know, being able to o- overcome adversity and things. So we we got faith exactly. in you. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's why y'all are my people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about this game. One of one of the craziest games ever. But it came off of the heels of a crazy game, a twenty to ten game against Oklahoma, where you know. Bulldogs had the lead and then just could not get anybody out in the, in the stretch in the middle innings. And now you're not only are you playing an elimination game, but the number one seed in this regional has lost Florida State. And so you're thinking, oh gosh, this 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 is not this is the worst case scenario from the outside. What's going on on the inside? What are you guys talking about in the locker room? Uh, that we have it. That we were so hot going into the regional, we kind of didn't care who we played at the time. You know, who was on the mound and not against any of them, but we were just worried about us. We knew if we can start worrying about us that we play to the best of our ability that it would show on the field. And uh, that game got out of hand, but it's, you know, it's baseball. Like you said, I mean, that's two complete different games where we were winning 10 to 7, or 7 to 3, excuse me. Like in like the fifth inning, I think. Mm hmm. To uh, Oklahoma, and then it was like ten to whatever, and then they blew up in that one inning. And then the next day, you know, you get to the end of a literally a one swing difference in a ball game. And um, so going back to it, I just think at the time we were hot and we knew we lost, and our backs were against the wall, but they were the whole year. And I think that kind of encouraged us a little more that next game, if anything. Having our back against the wall. So you go into this game against Florida State. Obviously, you know it's going to be an elimination game. You've got Ethan Small on the mound, who for the second half of the season was was really, really was more of the ace than even Connor Pilkington was. He was the guy who's just a little bit more reliable at, at that point. So you got to feel good about that matchup. And, and from a from that standpoint, you know you get a pretty good pitching matchup. Small only gives up the two runs, and one of them is unearned, uh, scored on a, you know on a wild pitch and then a throwing error. But nothing is going with the bats. Drew Parrish is just having an incredible game out there. He, he's just, you know, really controlling things, keeping you guys off balance. You only have four hits on the day. Uh, two of them were for, were for you. Mangum has a single, and Jordan Anderson, of all people, has a single as well. What was Parrish doing on the mound that day was making him so effective? Um, so, nothing against him. I don't, like, he's one of, you know, he's all, one, easily one of the best pitchers I've ever seen. Um, very, very talented, but he's a smaller guy. And usually smaller guys, if they're so hard, it tends to look even harder. 
Well, he happened to be a littler lefty that was throwing 93. And it's lefty, and it's 93, which is already hard. So it just, he, he was already had a little, you know, little ump to it. His two seam was working. I mean, he was throwing it. But then he also had that changeup and curveball that were absolutely disgusting. His control was way up in the major league elite level. He literally was controlling anything and whatever he wanted at any time. You couldn't, there was no sequence. He didn't tip any pitches. Like, it, he was just up there dealing. And hats off to him for that game he threw. He definitely threw a gym for sure. I, I don't want to skip ahead, Brian, if you uh, had anything going here. But I, I'm all I'm already at the rain delay in my mind. Are, okay. are you yeah, there already? Yeah, let's go ahead. Um, obviously, this rain delay comes in right after the eighth inning, I believe. Um, the the rains, the flood, the floodgates open, and you guys are down two nothing. Now. I know you guys aren't up in the press box with us, but had you been, you would have been able to read a, a story in which you guys lost the ball game two to nothing. Um, quite frankly, I thought that that was the day that I was going to drive home to Starkville, uh, the way things were going. You tell me what the mood was like. <laughs> that was the mood in the press box. It was like this is probably right. this is probably about all said and done. You know, it was a, a great run for you guys to even you know to rally like you did midseason to get to where you got to. But this is where it all ends. What's the mood like at this point in the dugout when it's two nothing and Parrish has been cruising and you guys hadn't really had anything going with the bats all day? Right. No. Um, funny part was is kind of I mean it, it was the biggest take a deep breath moment ever because we got a fake and he was dealing and when a pitcher's going he's feeling himself like the hardest thing to do is get him out of that groove and uh, I think when that rain delay came it kind of was like alright let's you know get back to ourselves let's do what we've been doing I mean I was walking or I'm a like I'm pacing right now all I do <laughs> is have ADD and you know hyper so I'm pacing around everywhere anywhere around that Stadium, I'm walking. Dude, no, I don't. I don't even know what I'm thinking about. I don't like. I wasn't freaking out. It had nothing to do with that. I was just like, "When's this rain delay gonna be over?" Well, time to time, I'd walk in the uh, locker room. Who coached Dieters, who's now our strength coach at State, was the strength coach there at Florida State. Um, said, "Hey, y'all come in this uh, weight room. Y'all can chill in here." And so we come. We're like, "Thank you." We walk in and. From time to time, all the guys would be in there, but I'd be pacing around. I'd come back in, and they're laughing with the lights out, watching Donuts with Adam Sandler. <laughs> I'm talking like the most chilled. Like it was like we were beating just a swag team in, in a midweek, and it, like there was nothing. Like there's a rain delay, and it was. Laughter, dudes are eating chicken fingers and French fries, and we, I mean we're like somebody was we're eating a banana, a right? Oh no, that's not when the banana came a thing. Oh, yet. Okay. okay, wait a minute. Now hold on, hold on. This game, this incredible rally, the rally banana didn't start here. No, it was against Oklahoma the next day. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Two days after, because we played Samford. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, no. That, um, yeah. Or you may have played. You actually may have played Samford and Oklahoma in the same day. The next same accurate. day. Yeah, yeah right. I think that's what it was. Okay. All right. So I, I was. I thought this was the game where all of that started. All right. Keep, keep going with what with what's happening though. Um. 
And then, actually, y- y'all know Craig that takes pictures? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, you can ask him word for word. He loves to, you know, he loves to tell the story. He's sitting in the dugout. It's raining. You know, he's talking to me. And I said, Craig, you want to know what's going to happen? He said, what's that? I said, we're going to win this game. I said, I'm going to come up. And I'm going to hit a, I'm going to hit a walk-off home run. <laughs> and he said, you know, his response was, well, I'll see it. We'll see if it happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, sort of well, pro- prophetic that, there. Right. He thought that was the craziest thing ever. <laughs> I mean, uh, and then, you know, obviously you got the coaches thinking there, and they're talking like you got the best leadoff in the country up. And then who was it, Tanner Allen? Who hit second? Rowdy. Rowdy, I believe, yeah. Rowdy, Rowdy, Rowdy. Rowdy, T.A., Stovey, me. Yeah. And, um... I mean, it was all the confidence in the world through the whole lineup, and everyone was just so locked in. It kind of had the feeling like, hey, you know, what what difference is this game than any other game that we've had to come back this year? Yeah. And so, I mean, we were go warm up. I think it kind of fired us up because we knew that it's been two hours. And so, um, yeah, I would say that the vibe going on was very chilled and relaxed. You come back out, you're going to start up the, after the delay, and you realize that Parrish is still on the mound. Now, he's already thrown eight eight innings, uh, and he's you know sitting on probably close to 100 pitches at that point. And, of course, he's been sitting on, on the bench for two and a half hours right now. That's just that's the worst thing you can imagine for a pitcher. How surprised were you that he was going to go back out there in the ninth? Right. Um, well, the way he was going, you kind of – I mean, you kind of understood if it was going to happen. I mean, uh, when we were in that locker room I was telling you about, he, you could see him through this doorway, actually. He had this, like, big heating pad on his arm. And he was in there the whole time, stretching it with the heating pad on. Wow. So we kind of had the idea the whole time that, you know, I think he's going to come back out. And surely enough, we saw him run down to the bullpen right before he started back. And so, um... You know, we put our game faces on then because that's all we had left to do. I think we all forgot that Hunter Stovall actually had a walk in there ahead of your yep. yeah. uh, ahead of your uh, majestic blast that we're about to get to here in just a minute. Um, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but I guess I will. I know that as I watched this, I didn't think it was maybe it, us being media. Maybe we're just conditioned to be critics a little bit but uh and i know florida state legendary coach and he he knows more baseball than than uh than i ever will so it it probably isn't right for me to be too critical of it i thought parish coming back out after a two-hour rain delay may have even been the wrong decision even had it worked if you're correct if your coach elijah if your coach elijah and not player elijah what move do you make there? He was rolling. He was rolling. But do you send him back out there at 100 plus pitches? Because I, I know that 100. Co- uh, you would you would have sent him back out. No, I would no. I would oh, okay. Have got, they had some of the dirtiest closers, and I would have went straight to the best dude out of the pen at that time and said, "I'm coming back out yeah. to these guys out, and we're winning." So let's go through the at-bat here. Obviously, like we said, Mangum has gotten on. Stovall is yep. on. So you've got two on. Let's go through the at-bat a little bit. Just sort of take us through it up until the, the final pitch. Okay. So uh, 
I remember Stubby just gets a little bit of the, one of the best at bats I've ever seen. So, uh, you just go battle and battle, and he gets on. And I remember taking a deep breath, walking up to the plate. And I said something to some of my frat friends that were sitting right behind the dugout. And um, I was trying to get my brain off every, like, just relaxed and slow everything down. Was that was my like that? I was thinking, where I was thinking at the time I could do now. But anyway, I remember taking deep breaths, and I'm thinking um, he's going to try to attack me with this off speed because he's been doing it like literally every pitch the whole day I saw from him was one fastball and then that bat, but it was like in the most random sequence or uh, random count. And so I'm thinking he's going to come off speed. Well, he starts that first pitch off, change up, completely whiffed. It's one of those that falls straight off the table. Knew he was coming. Just, it's, it's gross. Get back in the box, and he throws a curveball. And his curveball was sharp, and I hit a ground ball. It was a, if it went down the line, it would have for sure been a double. Um, but it was about probably a foot foul. And I was 0-2. I swear them two pitches were in like five seconds. Like I was 0-2 so fast. <laughs> and um, honestly, I remember at the time telling myself it wasn't even about like, I didn't even think the season was really over. I just thought like, oh, man, I'm tired of this dude on the mound. <laughs> like he's just, no one could touch him. Like and no one could touch him. So I just said, have a good, you know, keep battling, keep battling. And above my chest. And then I take a 93-mile-an-hour fastball high. This dude's still pumping cheese. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, all the feeling. You, Coach, Coach Gotro will back me up on this. He had the same story, and we had, like, we were telling it to one of our camera people. We haven't even talked about the story, and we had the same exact story. It's pretty, it was pretty cool. And um, so it's one, two, and I look at Coach Gotro to pat my chest again in the dugout. And it was like this weird, like, this is, I don't know. This is it. Like, we're, you know, you're about to, I don't, it was like we kind of smiled. It was weird, real weird, real, real weird, actually. And took a deep breath, looked at my bat, stepped in, and surely enough, here, came, here comes that changeup. And you're looking yeah. changeup at this point, right? You're, you're thinking the off speed's um, coming. I don't I'm really a guest, uh, like a guest hitter. Coming, I kind of I like to react, but I think my two strike approach is I'm a lot more focused, and I need to take that focus to an OO count. You know what I'm saying? So I dropped my leg kick. I did my two strike approach, scoot up in the box, and I honestly was saying fight off that heater, and you know. I didn't want to, I don't, he was so good. I just said, put a good swing on a good pitch. And I saw the change up out of his hand. Um, when it left my bat, it honestly felt too good to be true. That's kind of like, if you see my face, I put my finger up. Right. I can still picture it right when it hits my bat, his face. I can picture it all. It's crazy. And, um, man, what a time. So off the bat, you're, you knew, you knew if it wasn't gone, it was at least going to go a long, long way. Right. I I mean, it was hit so perfectly on the barrel. Like, I don't even think I swung that hard, honestly, because it was the changeup. Mm-hmm. But I had I got so much barrel on it that it just, which, 
it went way further than I thought. When I go watch the video, it was like, it's my face on the scoreboard. But when I hit it, I thought it barely got out. No, when I did no, it, it got out, yeah. <laughs> but I think that was just when I hit it, it felt like you're, I can't describe it unless, you know, someone has that maybe adrenaline. I don't know, but when I hit it, it just, it's just like it, it's like you think it is. Mm-hmm. When you're that little kid in your backyard with your friends playing wiffle ball, mm-hmm. it literally felt like that. It was, it was crazy. At that point, did you know that not only did you won the game, did you know, okay, we're about to, to go on another run here? Oh, 100%. 100%. I thought the thought of Omaha was in my mind right after that. I said, these boys, because that bus ride to the hotel was like, I can remember, like, I couldn't even sleep that night and woke up and Jake leads off the game with a home run. Yeah. Like it was, and I know he didn't get much sleep either. I mean, it was like we were all on the cloud, and right after that game, we knew exactly what was about to happen for sure. You've hit a number of big hits. I mean, it obviously became your nickname. If I had to say pick the one, is this it? Yes, I would say that's, that's it for sure. Yeah. Even over, even over the the last one at home against Stanford and the the magical moment at home. I think it was more magical because people referred to me as Big Hit Mac, yeah. which started from the Florida State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would so agree, I, I would agree with your choice there, by the way. <laughs> I just the the Stanford one meant so much to me because it was literally my home crowd. So many people, you guys, like that. That was like more heartfelt. Yeah. The Florida State one was just more like, you know, B. I don't, I can't, B.A. Like, I felt like, yeah. a, like the dude. I mean, it's just, it was like a dream. I was sports center and all that, and I was just blessed that I was able to be in that situation. And, you know, God definitely took me right there, for sure. And, and you, had a, you had a conversation with Burke Masters after this, right? At, at some I point, did. Not long he after. messaged me. That was pretty <laughs> what did he say? Um, it's on Facebook and a messenger. I need to go read it again. I'm, but I'm, I want to say it's along the lines of like, "Welcome to the club" or something. <laughs> it's a, it's, a, I, it's I, an I exclusive club. Right, I know. And um, he did that though. That's that was awesome. And you know, just like I continuously think, I am. You know, I'm just. I was blessed. I am blessed. Um, you know, the friendship I have with you guys. Everyone in Mississippi is awesome, and the fact that we're having this phone call now is, is pretty sweet. I appreciate you guys. Ah, man, we appreciate you. Big hit, Mac. Oh, you, you know our my, our my co-host here, Joel. He tried to make it big hack, Mac. I thought yeah. that rolled off the tongue better, but what, what would you have preferred? Hey, whatever, whatever anyone would say, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, big hit, Mac. Elijah McNamee, thanks so much for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Yes, thank you guys so much. Thanks, Mac. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.